0: Well, good morning and grace and peace, the love of God. This is Pastor Aziza Morrison. And I want to say a good God bless you and a good morning. Thank you so much for joining us this morning for our Wednesday and Travelle's Prayer and impartation call. You can meet us here every Tuesday and every Thursday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, where brothers and sisters from around the country and abroad, we like to come together to lock arms to pray, to seek the Lord while He may be found, and to call upon Him while He is near. If this is your first time joining us this morning, we are saying a good God bless you and praise the Lord. We pray that as this may be your first time joining us, it'll definitely not be your last time. We are here every Tuesday and every Thursday morning, and um, we just pray, beloved. I'm sorry that um, we were unable to have a prayer on last was it Thursday? We didn't have prayer on Thursday whenever we don't have prayer, I just feel like I, I, I feel like I haven't been been with you all for a long time, and it's only been a few days, but I have missed you, and I pray that you all have been doing well. I've been um, praying for you. I pray that you've said a prayer for me over the last couple of days, and I just pray that you're holding on and you're going on in Jesus' name. Amen. That you're just going on in Jesus' name, doing the things that you know, God has called you to do and just uh, keeping your hand to the plow. You know, I know sometimes you get tired, um, but rest, rest if you must, but don't quit. That, that That's my, that's my motivational moment for you this morning. Rest if you must, but don't quit. I've got a word in the devotional that I want to share with you this morning out of Genesis chapter number 26, verse, um, our, 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 um, our text, our point will come out of uh, verse 22, but I'm going to read a few verses out of Genesis 26. Um, thank you, all those of you that uh, came with us on what we Saturday in Delaware. The Lord really moved there. The Lord really moved there. Um, such a uh, blessed time there um, with prophetess Rhonda Trot. Was such a good uh, good service. Um, we have uh, those of you that are with us with Hope Center. We have Bible study tonight at 7 o'clock, so uh, I would love to see you tonight at Bible study. Let me get right into our devotions. Open up your Bible apps, those of you who have your Bibles or your Bible apps. Go with me to Genesis chapter 26. I want to to read uh, quite a few verses just because I really love this passage of Scripture. I'm going to share something with you, and then I'm going to let you go. Give me one second. I've got a little tickle in my throat. Let me cough. I need to cough. One second. Okay. Sorry about that. All right. Genesis chapter 26, starting at verse 1. A severe famine now struck the land as had happened before in Abraham's time. So Isaac moved to Gerar, where Abimelech, king of Philistines, lived. The Lord appeared to Isaac and said, Do not go down to Egypt, but do, as I tell you, live here. Somebody said live here. Live here as a foreigner in this land, and I will be with you and bless you. I hereby confirm that I will give all these lands to you and your descendants just as I solemnly promised Abraham, your father. I will cause your descendants to become as numerous as the stars of the sky, and I will give them all these lands, and your descendants, all the nations of the earth, will be blessed. I will do this because of who you've been connected to. I would do this because Abraham listened to me and obeyed all my requirements, commands, decrees, and instructions. So Isaac stayed in Gerar. I want you to skip down to verse 12. When Isaac planted his crops that year, he harvested a hundred times more grain than he planted, for the Lord blessed him. He became a very rich man, and his wealth continued to grow. He acquired so many flocks of sheep and golden herds of cattle and servants that the Philistines became jealous of him. So the Philistines filled up all of Isaac's wells with dirt. Do you see what the enemy does? Do you see what haters do? Do you see this? Do you do? You? <laughs> Do you see what people do who are jealous of you? They try to put dirt on you. They try to put dirt on your name. Come on, y'all, wake up. Let's go. We're going somewhere this morning. So the Philistines filled up all of Isaac's wells with dirt. These were the wells that had been dug by servants of his father, Abraham. I don't have time, but, but to see, these, these things belonged to him. They were They were rightfully his. Somebody had left it to him, but other people wanted to take it from him. I need y'all to, I mean, God's got something to say to you this morning. I hope you're listening. Finally, Abimelech ordered Isaac to leave the country. Go somewhere else, he said, for you have become too powerful for us. So Isaac moved away to the Gerard Valley where he set up their tents and settled down. He reopened the wells his fathers had dug which the philistines had filled after abraham's death isaac also restored the names abraham had given them isaac's servants also dug in the gerard valley and discovered a well of fresh water i want to prophesy to you this morning and tell you that god's going to do something fresh for you i want i want you to i want you to receive this in your spirit that God's going to do something fresh in you. He's going to do something fresh for you. He's going to do something fresh in you. I know things have been stale. I know things have been tired in your life. But I'm telling you, if you do not give up, if you keep on moving forward, if you keep on digging, if you keep on staying at it, God has got something fresh for you. Somebody say, I received that word for myself. I received that word for myself. But then the shepherds of Gerard came and claim the spring this is our water they said and they argued over it with isaac Herzman. so isaac named that well as which means argument isaac man dug another well somebody said keep on digging <laughs> isaac man dug another well but again there was a dispute over it so isaac named it sitna which means hostility. Abandoning that one. Isaac moved on. Come on, Zion, wake up. Are you hearing what the Lord has said to you this morning? Isaac moved on. Come on, say it with me. He. What did Isaac do? What did he do? Did he Did. did he stop? Did he get discouraged? Did he give in to, to all the, the dirt that they were putting on his name and putting on what belonged to him? No. What did Isaac do? What does the Bible stand to you? Do you have your Bible open? Or are you just listening to me? You should get your Bible so you can read this. And 22 says, and Isaac moved on, and he dug another well. He didn't. He didn't let what people were saying to him stop him. He didn't let the enemy. He didn't let opposition. He didn't let hard times. He didn't let um, all all these things stop him. His father died. He had tragedy. He did not allow it to stop him. He moved on and he dug another well. The Holy Ghost is speaking to somebody this morning. This time, somebody say this time, come on, this time, there was no dispute over it. So Isaac renamed the place Rehoboth, which means open space, for he said, at last, the Lord has created enough space for us to prosper in this land. I love this text, as you can see. I love this story. You know, Isaac Isaac was Abraham's son of promise. He, God told Abraham when he was 89 years old, that he was going to have a son and, uh, Abraham and uh, Abram and Sarah, they felt that that God was taking too long. So they decided that they were going to help him out. And, uh, they, they put their hands on it and messed everything up. Uh, but 10 years later, when Abraham was 99 years old, um, Isaac was born. And, um, at the, when we come at this particular text, um, you know, Isaac, Isaac was a good child. He was a good son. You have to remember that Isaac is the one, when we're talking about Isaac, you have to remember who Isaac is. Isaac is the one that... Uh, Abraham took with him to the altar and and laid him on the altar and uh, was getting ready to sacrifice him. Nowhere in the Bible does the Bible say that uh, that Isaac fought back. That Isaac said, you know, uh, what, what's going on? I, I, Isaac said, I I see the wood and I see the altar, but where is the sacrifice? And remember, this is where Abraham said, um, the Lord will provide. Remember that. So this is this is that Isaac. This is that Isaac who who trusted, had faith in his father because his father had faith in God. This is the same Isaac. And so now we're coming to this particular text, and um, uh, God is telling Abraham, God is telling Isaac, I want you to go to a different place. I know your father went to Egypt, but I don't want you to go there. I've got a different path for you. I've got someplace else I want you to go. And I I want you to understand this morning, beloved, that sometimes God is carving out another path for you. I I know that people in your family have gone this way. I know that things have, you know, always happened this way before. Uh, But God is saying that I want you to trust me because I don't want you to go the same way that everybody else has gone. I've got something different for you. So God says to uh, Isaac, don't go down to Egypt. I want you to go to Gerard. Now, the thing is that Here's the thing. Isaac obeyed, the Bible says, and Isaac went to Gerar. Isaac stayed. He went and he stayed. He obeyed God. But the thing is that when he gets there, God sends him to a land that. It's, it's, it's famine. It's famine in the land. There's no food, there's no water, there's no resources. But the thing about obedience, and I, I want y'all, I need y'all to sit up this morning because I, I feel like teaching this morning. The thing about obedience is that he was still blessed. There was no food, there was no water, there was no resources. Everybody else around him is, is, is struggling. But in the midst of everybody else's struggle, Isaac is experiencing success. Why? Because he, was, he obeyed God. Obedience will always produce blessing. Obedience to God will always produce the blessings of God. Let me say that again. Obedience to God will always produce the blessings of God, and the Bible says that now he's reaping 100 times more than what he sowed. That meant for every seed that he sowed, he reaped 100 times for every seed. I need you to just think about that. A hundred times means maximum capacity. And I I, I want to tell you something. something. I, 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 feel, I feel good this morning. I didn't think I did, but now I do. I'm telling you this morning that God is getting ready to give you max He's getting ready to give you the maximum return on your seed. The seeds that you have sown, God's getting ready to give you maximum return. So the thing with us, though, is that we want prosperity with minimum effort. That's not what happened with Isaac. You know, we we want all these great things, but we don't want to do great things to have great things. Well, that's not what, what the Bible says. The Bible says Isaac learned a lesson, and the lesson that Isaac learned is a lesson that we need to learn today. And the mess, the lesson is that he sold. He sold. Isaac sold. And here's the thing, beloved. He sold where he was at. It was a famine, it was a dry place, but he sowed where he was at. You've got to learn that you don't wait until things show up to start sowing and, and being a blessing and, and doing. You sow right where you are, and it is the sowing that brings the overflow. You can never get to overflow until you sow. Let me say that again. You can never, you can never get to overflow until you sow. You cannot pull in a harvest where you have not planted the seed. It is impossible. You can do all the sh- shouting you screaming and hollering that you want to do. You can do the rain dance. You can do whatever you want to do. But if there is no seed in the ground, it is illegal to reap a harvest. And so the best time to sow, the best time to sow is in tough times. The best time to sow is when you say, I don't have enough to sow. Isaac the Bible says that Isaac sowed in the midst of a famine. What's his famine? A famine is a shortage or a lack. That means he didn't have everything that he needed. I need y'all to hear the Holy Ghost this morning. He didn't have everything he needed. Well, Pastor Morrison, I can't tithe because, you know, I don't have enough to tithe. Are you are you hearing what you're saying? If you don't if you don't have enough to tithe and you don't tithe, then you'll never have enough. You'll never have enough. Because that's not how it works. You don't tithe when you have enough. That's not that's not <laughs> that's not that's not that's the whole purpose of the faith walk. You you gotta understand that. That's if 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 you knew how you were gonna pay all your bills all the time, if you knew how you were gonna make do, if you knew all of these things, then you wouldn't need faith. Faith is only needed for things that you cannot see. So I so in faith. I tied out of my obedience. This is not a message. Just don't get your don't get yourself in a twist, okay? This message is not about ties and offerings, but I, but I'm trying to teach you biblical principles so that you can reap the harvest and the reward of obeying God. The Bible says that when he sowed that year, he reaped that year. He reaped that same year. And I want to tell about 10 of you this morning that you still have time this year. You still have time for God to do what he said he was going to do. You still have time to show up the way you know you're supposed to show You still have time this year this year to make some adjustments in your life. You still have time this year. There is still time. Somebody say, I still have time. I still have time this year. Prosperity and overflow comes when we apply God's word, when we apply God's truth. Isaac knew that if he wanted to reap, he had to sow. That is God's truth. That there will always be seed time and harvest. What happens when you sow? What happens when you sow? When you sow, you reap the reward of respecting God's rules. God has rules in this realm. God has rules surrounding prosperity. God has rules surrounding blessings. God has rules surrounding healing. And when you obey God's rules, you reap the reward of respecting God's rules. And the rules are that you reap what you sow. And so Isaac found himself in blessing and prosperity while everybody else was struggling. Because they weren't sewing because they I don't have enough to sew. I don't have enough to do. I don't I can't do I got I gotta take care of myself. I can't no 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 Isaac took what he had and he sowed and while everybody else was struggling he was blessed because he learned how to sew. When you so let me move on here. Let me move on here. I, I noticed. I noticed in this text. God bless you, Tasha. Tasha said this is blessing me. Thank you, baby. Uh, let, let Let's move on here. Notice in verse thirteen and fourteen. Notice in verse thirteen and fourteen. Now that people around him start seeing, he was blessed. Notice the people around him. They They like. Well, wait. What's going on? When you begin. When you begin prospering, other people aren't gonna like it. When God starts doing it for you, because see, first of all, they didn't think it was gonna happen for you. First of all, they didn't think he was the one. All right. That's the first thing you gotta understand. So you've got to recognize the repercussions of rejection. The Bible says in verses 13 through 14 that the Philistines envied him. When people reject you, always remember this, that when people reject you, it's a sign that God has favor on you because God's favor produces jealousy. Are y'all up this morning? I can't hear nobody. (laughs) I said God's favor produces jealousy. They want to know. How did you get this blessing? How did you get that car? How did you get that apartment? How did you get that town home? How did you? How did you get that house? How did you get? You know? How did you get that job? How did you get that promotion? How did you get in that? How did you get invited to that meeting? How did you? How did you get that? God chooses to favor those. Hey, Sybil, I see the saints is up this morning. God chooses to favor those who have the faith to obey His word. See. You you you've got to tell people I'm favored because I obey His word. I, I I've got favor because I do what God tells me to do. This is why you can't never be jealous of people, because when you look at a person and you see, look at the saints. Y'all quit texting me. Here come Robert. I see y'all y'all up this morning. When 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 you do what God tells you to do. when, when you see people that's blessed. And they, they got this ridiculous favor, you gotta know that you are looking at a person who obeys God. Are you hearing me this morning? And so and so when God finds someone who is willing to obey his word, Richard, listen, listen y'all being funny now. Quit texting me, y'all. <laughs> I I normally have my phone on do not disturb the safety text with you this morning. When when God finds someone, who was willing to obey his word, write this down, he smears his favor on them. Now, now this is something important for you to understand, because what does the word smear mean? When we always say anointing, God anoints, anoint uh, the anointing in the Greek means to smear. That's what it is. When the Bible talks about being anointed, anointing, is the is uh, English word transliterated into smear? So when God finds someone who is willing to obey his word, he smears them with his favor. In other words, God anoints you. With favor, his anointing is all over you. His favor is all over you. That's why you be you're being promoted on your job. That's why your clientele is booming. That's why you really don't have enough money to pay Paul. But 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 by all intents and purposes, people look at you and they say you're blessed. Why? Because his favor is on me. So in verse 15, because they're so jealous of him, the Bible says that they stopped up his wells. I need somebody to say you can't stop this come on, come on they 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 tried why did they stop his wells, rich? Why? because they tried to figure out where his blessings was coming from, and so they thought, oh God, I feel wait a minute, I, this is a Sunday morning message right here. They thought that his they thought that his blessing was coming from the whales, and so they decided they're going to get the dirt and put the dirt in the whales, but they did not understand. That the well was not his resource. The well was not his source. The well was just a resource. And so people trying to figure out, they they trying to figure out where your blessing is coming from. You got to tell them you can't figure this out. You can't figure this out. You can't, you, can, you can't determine this because here's the thing. You're not the most qualified person, but you're, you're the most chosen person. I'm not, I'm not qualified. I'm not smart. I tell you all all the time. I, listen, I got learning disabilities. I got all kinds of stuff going on with me. I got this ADHD that people tell me not to claim. I'm not claiming it. It's just what it is. You, you hear what i'm saying I, I I'm not the most qualified person but I'm chosen because I choose to obey God and so people are going to try to stop up your well. they try to stop his they try to stop and fill up his world with dirt. Are y'all hearing me? People try to put dirt on your name. They try to put dirt on your family. They try to put dirt on your children. They try to put dirt on, on, on your business. They try to put dirt on you. They try to stop him, but he kept being blessed. Y'all, y'all, need to, y'all need to hear this. You, somebody said, you ain't got enough dirt to stop this. You ain't got enough dirt to stop me. You don't have enough dirt to stop what God is doing for me. They tried to stop him. They tried to kill him. They, tried, they, 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 they People will do whatever they can to stop you from being promoted. They tried to stop his blessing by throwing dirt on him, but it did not work. The Bible says in verse 17, the Bible says, Abimelech is the king. Here's the king. The, the, the king of Gerard, the king of the land, the king says, Listen, I, I surrender. I gotta give up because listen, you you too powerful for us. <laughs> you too powerful. And so the Bible says that Isaac departed. But here here it is. Here it is. This is what this is this is this is this is a good point of this text that I love. Write this down. You gotta learn how to relocate and redig. You you, you got to learn when it's time for you to move on. Come on, y'all not saying nothing. You you got to learn. And some of you it's not a physical location, but for some of you it is a physical location. Some of you need to relocate. You need to relocate uh, spiritually. Some of you need to relocate physically. You need to you need another job. You need to you need to move. But but here's the thing. The Bible says that Isaac uh, he departed, but he kept on digging. That's what it, I, I I I need you to learn, brothers and. Sisters that you you got to quit fighting for what God wants you to let go. You you gotta quit fighting for what God wants to release you from. You 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 gotta stop fighting for something that God no longer wants you to have. Some of you are in a fight because God don't want you to have it no more. It's time for you to let go. The Bible says, and Isaac departed. He relocated, he left, but he didn't stop, he kept on digging. And so you don't, you don't have to – don't hold on to what God wants you to let go. God is trying to free you. God is trying to free you now so that when you get to where you're going, you you won't have to arrive with so much baggage. Let me say that again. The reason why God is telling you to walk away, and the reason why you feel so much pressure, I mean, the Holy Ghost is teaching us this morning. I hope y'all getting this. The reason why you're feeling so much pressure is because God is trying to free you now so that when you get to where you're going, you you won't have so much baggage. Are you, does that make sense to you? Somebody say, I'm going to let it go. I'm going to let it go. So the Bible says in verse 18 that we just read, and Isaac dug again. Come on, Zion. Are you hearing me? Isaac dug again. I come to encourage about 10 of you this morning that you are anointed to dig again. You you are anointed to try again. I, I, I know that it didn't work, and I, I know you got tired, and I know the people that started with you walked away, and I know people have died and people have left and things didn't work out, but I'm here to tell you that that is not the place where you were supposed to stop. I know it hurt you. And you, you take the time that you need to process through your hurt. But this morning, your word is dig again. The Bible says in Isaac, in verse 18, and Isaac dug again. In verse 19, it says, and Isaac's servants dug and found a well of running water, of fresh water. I'm telling you that if you get enough strength and if you get enough courage, if you get enough strength, faith to keep on moving, God's going to do something fresh for you. Oh, come on, come on, come on, come on. And I know you can't see it now. And you're saying, Pastor Morrison, it hurts. I it, it, And I understand it hurts. Let me tell you something. I understand. I, but but what I also know, hallelujah, is that victory is on the other side of this. If you can just get up enough strength to say, God, if you give me the strength that I can, the, the strength that I need, I promise you I'll do what you tell me to do. In verse 20, the Bible says that the enemy came. the enemy now, now, here, this is what I want you to see. Isaac left the land, but his enemies were still following him because in verse 20, when, when, in verse 19, where they get to the water, here they come in verse 20 talking about this is our water. Y'all not hearing me now? How does your water? I left y'all behind, but here, see, this is the enemy. The enemy is going to try to follow you, but this is this is what they tried to do. This is really blessed me when I read this text. What really blessed me, Robin, is that they tried to claim his blessing. They tried to put their name on his stuff. I, I, I come to tell somebody this morning that the enemy is coming. He he he. All listen. You worked for. You've been digging for this. You've been sacrificing for this. You've been trying to build this business. You've been trying to build this church. You've been trying to do all these things. And then here comes the enemy going to try to put their name on your stuff. I need somebody to say the devil is a You can't take what belongs to me. Come on. Somebody preach to yourself this morning and say they can't take what belongs to me. They can't take what's mine. This is what God this this is my inheritance. This is my right. I have a right to this. And the Bible says that the enemy tried to come and put their name or put their name on on his stuff. But the Bible says in verse 21, you just read it for your, with yourself your own eyes. The Bible says in verse 21, and they did. They dug another well, and another well. In, in other words, they were persistent, 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 persistent. They were persistent, and this is how they got God's favor. God's favor is wherever I go. I come to encourage you this morning to tell you that God's favor is wherever you go. That's why you got to keep on digging. And then my clothes, Verse 22, verse 22 says, and they dug another well, they dug another well, but this time, hallelujah, somebody say this time, somebody say this time, this time, uh, they they see, the first well they got to, they was arguing, and and, and, and Isaac said, I'm not going to argue with you, come on, who was this word for this morning? See, they trying to argue with you. You better tell him I'm not gonna argue with you. What I look like? I'm not about to argue. Why am I gonna argue with you over something that belongs to me? Why am I gonna argue with you with something that God gave me? Listen, listen, Abraham, Abraham, this is my inheritance you all not hearing me this morning. He he when Abraham died, his son had, had his son Isaac, there were things that belonged to him. There are things that belong to you because of who you were connected to. And people want to argue. They want you to argue with them. No, so I'm not arguing with you. This belongs to me. The Bible says that the first place they they, they were arguing. Isaac said, I'm not gonna argue. And then the next place, the next world they got to, uh, they were there was still tension there. And Isaac said, I'm not I'm not fooling with this. But then the Bible says the third place. Come on, somebody say the third the third one is a charm. The third world they got to, beloved. The Bible says that when they started digging, uh it it, it was free. and and uh, Isaac said, Now this place The Lord has made room for us. I will call this place Rehoboth, for the Lord has made room for us. There were no more battles. There were no more fightings. I I come to tell you this morning that God is making room for you. I I come to tell you this morning that God is about to settle you. I got up out of my bed to tell you that God is about to bring you to a settled place. Somebody say a settled place. God's going to settle you. God's going to settle your family. He's going to settle you. He's going to settle your children. He's going to settle your mind he's going to settle in, he's going to settle you in your spirit you're not going to be confused god is going to settle you god's got a place with your name on it a place that can't nobody take god's got a place with your name on it a place that can't nobody claim they cannot claim this as their own because god has settle this for you. But I come to tell you this morning, beloved, to just keep on digging. Somebody say keep on digging. Keep on digging in spite of it. Keep on digging past the pain. You got to dig past the hurt. You got to dig past the tears. You got to dig past the disappointment. I prophesy victory over your life this morning. I prophesy that prosperity and blessing and your harvest is on the way. Don't ever let opposition stop you from getting what God has for you. Did you hear me? Let me say that again. Don't you ever let opposition stop you from getting what God has for you. You are unable to be stopped. What does unstoppable mean? That that was the whole point of my, my little Bible study this morning. You are unstoppable. They tried to stop Isaac not one time, not two times, not three times, but each time he was unstoppable. I come to encourage you and prophesy over your life this morning that you are unstoppable. You are unable to be stopped. You are not capable of being repressed controlled or restrained. Are you hearing me? You're you're not able to be stopped. And so, Father, I thank you. I thank you for this word. I thank you, Father, for your sons and your daughters who have gathered this morning to hear your word. I thank you, Father, that you are the God of our Rehoboth. We thank you that you have made room for us. We thank you, Father, that our season of struggle and our season of turmoil and the warfare is over, Father, but that you have brought us to our settled place. And so, Father, now in the name of Jesus, we settle here. We settle in the peace of God. We settle, we settle, we settle here. We settle in the, the shalom of God. We Settle here. Father, we're not fighting with the enemy over what belongs to us. We know the enemy is on every side, Father, but we are not distressed. We are not in despair, and we will not get in to the plans of the enemy, but Father, we'll stand and believe you. I give you praise, and I give you glory, and I give you honor for making room for us. Hallelujah. I Thank you, God, that you have brought us into our Rehoboth. You have brought us into our wealthy place. And for everyone that is under the sound of my voice that heard this word, that that ex. Experiencing what we have just talked about and what you have just said today. I pray, Father, that you would give them the faith to believe you. Give them the faith to believe you beyond what they see. Give them the faith to believe you beyond what they experience. Give them the faith to believe you beyond what is happening in their lives. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus for courage. I pray, God, that you would pray for us. Jesus, the way you prayed for Simon, you told Simon, you said Satan desires to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith would fail you not. So, Father, I pray this morning in the name of Jesus for unfailing faith. Hallelujah to God. I decree and declare, Father, an unstoppable anointing over every man and woman that is under the sound of my voice. I know that life has been hard. I know that things have been painful, but Father, I pray in the name of Jesus, that you would put an unstoppable faith, an unstoppable word in their spirit, in their mind, that they will not stop, but that they will dig again. Father, I pray that you would give them the grace to dig again. I pray that you would give them the grace to continue. I pray that you would give them the grace to start over. I pray that you would give them the grace to believe you for bigger in the name of Jesus. I pray for Tasha this morning, Father. I pray, God, that you would honor her faith, that you would and honor her faithfulness unto you. As, Father, she is faithful to this ministry, as she is faithful to the, the things that you've given her, the things that you've told her to do. Father, as she is faithful with doing, God, she she does, you get what she has, she does right by it. She, her husband does right by what they have. And I pray as a unit and as a family, I pray, Father, that you would bless her, that you would open doors for her, that you would make ways for her, that you would increase her income, bless her children, Bless her ministry. Bless her business. We are praying as a family for for Robert Cunningham this morning. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would continue to to comfort her heart as as she has lost her beautiful mother. Father, I pray for Robert. I pray for her father. I pray for her, her sister. I pray, God, that you would put them in the palm of your hand, that you would comfort them like only you can. In the name of Jesus, sustain them. I pray for Richard Nickerson. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you would give him the faith to begin again, to do it again, to stay at it. I pray that you would send him the people that he needs to do the business and the ministry the way that you have put it in his spirit. Give him a fresh vision. Father, I decree and declare that Richard Nickerson is coming to a place, God, of freshness, of freshness, fresh vision, fresh ministry, fresh ideas, fresh resources. Bless Sybil today. I pray, God, that you would bless and prosper the work of her hands. I pray, God, for her husband. Father, remember Stacy, God. Remember little Stacy, God. Remember Simone. I'm praying for Mother Cece. Remember her sister. Remember Lydia. Remember Tona, God. God, I pray in the name of Jesus that you would send her clientele this morning. In the name of Jesus, Lord, and even as she's been faithful to this ministry and as she stepped up to walk close with me, I pray, God, that the blessing and the favor and the anointing and the grace that is on my life, Father, that it will be transferred to her, to every 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 man and woman that is on this prayer call this morning, they are faithful to this ministry. They are the remnant of this ministry. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you would begin to do something for them, even on this week, that they will know is a direct connection to this prayer that we have prayed. I'm praying, God, for Nikki, God. I pray, God, for Nicole Hawkins. I pray for Nikki Dickerson. I'm praying, God, for Dr. Timothy butts I'm praying for Mother Parker, God. I pray, Mother Parks, God. I'm praying, God, for those. I pray for Juanita this morning. God, I pray. Pray in the name of Jesus that you would strengthen her heart. I pray, God, in the name of Jesus that you would give her wisdom on how to navigate through this this season of her life, I pray, God, that you would open up her eyes to see, God, that the enemy is trying to put dirt on her, but nothing can stop her. I pray, God, that you would allow her to see that nothing can stop her because your favor, you have smeared her with favor. Bless her son. Bless her daughter. In the name of Jesus, Lord, bless my one Zion Travel's prayer family. I decree and declare that you are bringing us all into our wealthy place. I decree and declare that you are bringing us all to our place of our Rehoboth, in the name of Jesus, and we glorify your name. Remember Dr. Butts this morning, Father, as he is faithful to this ministry, whatever he needs, his secret prayer request that he has before you, Father, I pray that you would answer it, and that you would answer it right early. Bless his family, bless his daughters, in the name of Jesus. Oh, God, we glorify your name. We thank you, because you are prayer-answering God. We thank you, Father, that acceleration is hitting our lives we thank you that this year God we still have time to see your miraculous hand work in our lives and we decree and declare that it's not too late for us that you're still moving that you're still blessing us and we give you praise and we give you glory and we give you honor and we thank you for our Rehovith we decree and declare our Rehoboth is here somebody say our Rehovith is here come on somebody decree and declare that this morning my Rehovith is here somebody decree and declare my Rehoboth is here come on decree and declare my Rehovith is here for so the The Lord has made room for me. My season of struggling, my season of arguing. I'm not going to fight with the devil because nothing can kill what God wants alive. And so they cannot kill your blessing. They cannot kill your promise. They cannot kill your favor because the hand of God is on you. And so, Father, we give you praise. Hallelujah. Be with us on this day. Lead us and guide us in the way that we should go. We pray, Father, the words of our mouths and the meditations of our heart. May they forever be accessible in my sight. Oh, Lord, you are our strength, and you are our redeemer. Let every heart that believers say in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Come on, clap your hands and give God praise. Come on, come on, come on, clap your hands and give God praise. He's brought you to your wealthy place. Come on, you're not fighting no more. You're going to keep on digging. I'm going to dig until I get there. I'm going to dig until I see a change. I'm going to dig until it shows up. Come on. Somebody say I'm going to dig until it shows up. I'm Dig until I get to the pl- I'm not. I'm not there yet. I'm almost there. Hallelujah to God. Somebody say I'm almost there. I'm gonna keep on digging. Come on. I want you to put a seed on this word. Come on, everybody that can. I want you to get a, a Genesis 26 and 22 seed. 26, 22. I want everybody to get a 26, 26, 22 seed. A, $26.22 to everybody under the sound of my voice. I'm not going to ask you if this word was for you. You know this word was for you. You hear me? You know it was for you. Sow into this word. You'll always reap on a word that you sow into. On the count of three, I want you to go to the Cash App. You know the Cash App. The Cash App is a disease that speaks life. If you sow by Zell. Zell is Morrison at gmail.com. If you sow by Venmo, the Venmo is Aziza Speaks. If you sow by PayPal, it's contact at azizamorson.com or you can go to the sewingworks.com website, but on the count of three, I want everybody under the sound of my voice to get that Genesis 26 and 22c, and go right now. And, and, and in the comment section, in the comment section, I want you to put, the Lord has made room for me. The Lord has made room for me. Come on. Those of you that said, Pastor Morrison, I'm in between blessings, right? Right now, I don't have the 26, 22. Get something, whatever, however, you want to do is Six dollars and 22 cents, $2.62, whatever, however you want to do it. And there's many of you that say, Pastor Morrison, you know that's not my level. I still more than that. You could do the double. You could do the 126, 22, whatever it is. On the count of three, I'm going to open up open up my cash app um, so that I can speak the blessings over you. But I want you right now to say, Pastor Morrison, I'm putting my feet in the ground because God has made room for me. Uh-oh, I'm sorry, everybody. I'm on the wrong thing. I can't see it. God has made room for me. Come on, somebody decree and declare that God has made room for me. And so I love you all with the love of the Lord. Um, uh, we will be back on Thursday. We will be back on Thursday uh, at 6 a.m. Uh, but, I, but before I do that, before you go, while those of you that are sewing, those of you that are sewing, I, I want you all to prepare to be with me on September the 10th for my pastoral anniversary, um, it's going to be in um, District Heights, Maryland. Uh, we did get the room block on yesterday. We get the, we did get the room block, so the room block is uh, done. We'll be sending that out uh, this week. But I want you uh, the the closest airport. The closest airport is DCA, which is uh, Ronald Reagan International Airport. Um, that's the closest airport. September 10th, uh, we're going to have a, re- uh, a reception. Afterwards, we're going to celebrate. We're going to do some some, some celebrating um, for what the Lord – oh, no, I did the wrong thing. Shucks. We're going to do some celebrating um, for what the Lord – um, Has done so. I want to see you there. Make sure that you put that on your calendars. I'm sorry, everybody. I was trying to, um, I was trying to open up my cash app. I didn't have it opened. It it was um, closed down. But I want everybody that can try to make plans to be here um, September 10th, District Heights, Maryland. You are looking for uh, Ronald Reagan International Airport. Um and uh found out yesterday i'm gonna say this'm let you go. I found out yesterday that um I found out yesterday that that weekend that particular weekend is a oh I could do it this way, oh, this is a good idea. oh, see the Holy Ghost helping me out. God bless you, I see those of you that are uh so God bless you, juanita, she's so for her God is making room for me. God bless you, tasha. Tasha, so her God is making room for me. God bless you, Vanessa. Vanessa, so her God is making room for me. See, God bless you, Dr. Butts. Dr. Butts, so his God is making room for me. See, I see you, Dr. Uh, Vicky. V- Vicky, v- Vicky, so her God is making room for me. See, hey, Caressa, good morning, sis. She, so her God is making room for me. See, Davida, God bless you. God bless you, Robin. God bless you, Denise. I see you all. I see you all god bless you uh ricky pickney i see you he saw his god is making room for me see there's many of you that are still sewing um but i found out that that weekend is the commanders uh football, the nfl game um and we're right there in the midst. so the hotels are high they're very high but i was able to get a wound block um and it's still kind of high it's not normal but because of the Football game. The rooms are going to be kind of high. So once I so once I uh, release everything this week, I'm going to do an RSVP. I need you all to RSVP for the installation so that I'll know how to prepare for the reception. Okay. All right. This is September 10th, Sunday, September 10th. All right. Um, and I absolutely cannot wait to see you all. All right. We'll be at Bible study tonight at seven o'clock on Zoom, and we'll be back tomorrow. I'm mean, not tomorrow. We'll be back. Thursday morning at 6 a.m. for prayer. All right? I love you all with the love of the Lord. Listen, the Bible is right. When Zion travails, she shall bring forth. God bless you. Walk with Jesus today. Shalom. Bye-bye.